Hello, and welcome to the Keys to Spiritual Fulfillment podcast, where we'll identify and explore ways that we can become the best humans we can be, compassionate, wise, loving, confident, and courageous. I'm Reverend Dr. Arvid Straubi, your host, and I've been helping people grow spiritually for more than 40 years. I've been a congregational leader, a trained spiritual director, and a meditation coach. And I'm a lifelong student of spiritual practices and traditions. Today's episode is called Six Things to Keep in Mind About Time. So let's start. I'd like you to imagine that you are at a time management seminar. And the leader of the seminar has a big glass jar, a couple of gallons, clear glass jar. And he takes a set of big rocks and he puts those in the jars up to the top. And he asks you and the other participants, is this jar full? And people say, yeah, there's no more room for any more rocks. And he said, well, what about this? So under the table, he pulls out a bag of gravel. And he pours the gravel over the rocks and shakes it. The gravel finds its way in between the crevices between the rocks. And then he says, is this jar full now? And people who go to these seminars are really smart. They say, no. He said, you're right. He reaches under the table and he gets some sand. And he pours the sand over the rocks and the gravel and shakes the jar. The sand finds its way through the crevices and then he says, now is it full? And some people say yes, and some people say no. He said, the ones who said no are correct. And he pulls out a pitcher of water and pours it in the jar, where the water finds its way between the rocks, the gravel, the sand. And then the jar was full. It was a time management seminar. Now, the lesson that I don't want you to get from this is that no matter how full your life is, you can always fit more in because that's going to lead to stress and burnout, which is a habit that's so easy for us to do. You know, in our culture, saying we're too busy is a sign of virtue, but being too busy isn't good for us. So having integrity about time is really, really important for spiritual fulfillment. You know, if the large, what I want you to take away from this is if the large rocks hadn't been put in there first before the gravel and the sand and the water, then there's no way they could have fit in there. So we have to put the big rocks in first. So in terms of time management, that's what Stephen Covey calls first things first. So the things we want to make sure we do because they're important to our mission in life, to our relationships, to our roles, to what we can give, to our spiritual growth, to our physical health, to our emotional health, 
Those are the things that need to be scheduled first. They need to be scheduled first, not last. So that's the first thing I'd like you to keep in mind about time, that you need to schedule the things that are most important to you before you schedule anything else, if you can. You know, we tell ourselves that there be time for these important things later. Um, but most of us live by our own unconscious choice, by what is called the tyranny of the urgent. So there are some things that are important and urgent, emergencies. There are some things that are important but not urgent, like taking care of our physical health, taking care of our relationships, our friendships, you know, taking care of our broader life goals, our spiritual growth goals, our other fulfillment goals, and those we can put off, but sometimes they become emergencies later if we put them off too long. And then finally, you know, there are things that are urgent or seem that way, but they're not important. They're what other people think are important because they haven't planned or they just seem urgent. But if you put it according to what your life mission is, they're a waste of time. So we tell ourselves that there's always going to be time for these important things. And often there just isn't. So quality time with our partners and our friends and our children Time with, for our spiritual growth. Time for service that you really are called to do and that really satisfies you. Time to exercise. Time to learn. Time to do the things that really bring you joy. Schedule them first. That's the first thing to keep in mind about time. The second most important thing to do about time is that we make that we make our lives unnecessarily complicated. You know, uh, this follows from the first thing, and let's start with stuff. You know, everything that we own takes a certain amount of life energy. It takes space. <laughs> And if our garage is full and if our attic is full and we have to rent, you know, uh, some storage space. Uh, but these, it also takes time for everything that we own to manage it, to maintain it, to clean it. And everything we own also takes psychic space. So the less is more movement. You know, people are, you know, getting rid of things and finding a lot of or the Swedish death cleaning movement, or Marie Kondo and her, you know, only keeping things that that uh, that spark joy is is you know getting more and more popular. Is realize that you know time and stuff are related. The third thing to keep in mind about time is uh, described by in an article by Diana Hunt and Pam Haight in a called the Tao of Time, and they suggest that we control time less and go with the flow more because actually we can't completely control our time. Uh, so this is not an exhilaration of, of doing things, 
which you can't win, but a deceleration. It's, it's a living in the now. It's trusting that there'll be enough time if you make the right priorities. You probably have found this to be true. You know, you're, there are days when things go well and you do everything on your to-do list and maybe you have some time to take a break or do more. And there are days when your to-do list is bigger at the end of the day. There are plus days, they say, and there are minus days. And you can, if when you realize that, that this is just the way things are, you can have some peace with those minus days. The fourth thing to keep in mind about time is that throughout the day to come back to the present moment, you know, to take a breath, to stand up, to look out the window. You know, you can set alarms in on your uh, smartphone before you look at your email. You can have certain triggers where you take three mindful breaths during the day. Or, you know, maybe you can take 10-minute office vacations to just leave your desk, maybe go outside and enjoy the sunshine and nature. Take a non-cigarette break. Why should the smokers get all the breaks? It's good to take a moment before eating to really notice you know, the, the look and the smell of the food and to maybe take three mindful bites Try, and this is hard, I, I try this, <laughs> but you can learn a lot. Drive 10 miles per hour slower than you usually do. See what happens. See if you might arrive to your destination less frazzled, more at peace. And why not leave the office for lunch? So the fourth thing to keep in mind about time is to remember to come back to the present moment and do certain things like I've suggested here to build that into your day. The fifth thing to keep in mind about time is to schedule spontaneous time. Yeah, what I'm really talking about here is a Sabbath. You know, the whole idea of a Sabbath in uh, Jewish culture and in, in early Christian belief is that there should be one day where you rest. There's one day when you're not producing, making, creating. You know, in, during the Sabbath, it's supposed to be a time to enjoy the best meal of the week, for married couples to enjoy lovemaking, for people to just have space for worship. Now, my view of this, I really recommend this practice of taking one-seventh of your week. If you can do this, where you don't do anything on your to-do list, maybe shut off the email and the social media for one day a week. 
Try it. See if it doesn't make the rest of the week go better. One day for you to enjoy your life. Remember, life is a gift. It's not a project. And here's the sixth thing to keep in mind about time. To take some good chunks of time away from work, away from producing things. Time for rest, time for, re- <clears throat> for rejuvenation. Time to slow down. Really best in nature. You know, there's a real scandal in our country about vacation. In Europe, all the countries of Western Europe mandate a vacation of four to eight weeks, depending on the country. Mandate a vacation. The typical vacation that American workers get is two weeks, and most don't take it. Think about that. Each moment of your life, each breath that you take gets you closer to the last, which makes each moment incredibly precious. Why are you giving those away? And not taking the time off that you're entitled to. I don't get it. Well, I do get it because a lot of workplace cultures Make it seem like you're slacking off, that you're not part of a team, that you're not productive if you take your time off that you're entitled to. That's nuts. Your one and precious life is at stake here. And if your current employment situation does not allow you to take time to be, to love, to grow, look for another job. You know, it's really hard in our culture to follow these practices. I understand that. Our culture wants to say that we, if we don't have the right to breathe unless we accomplish or unless we possess and accumulate things. So we're working harder and harder and harder and harder. You know, to say we're too busy is bragging in our culture. It's not complaining. It sounds like complaining, but it's really bragging. I'm important. I'm accomplishing a lot. I'm doing so much. I'm in, I am an important enough person. You are enough. Life is a gift and not a project. The Vietnamese Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh said, we're very good at preparing to live, but not very good at living. We know how to sacrifice 10 years for a diploma, and we're willing to work very hard to get a job, a car, a house, and so on. But we have difficulty remembering that we are alive in the present moment, the only moment there is. 
for us to be alive. Life is a gift and not a project. So in the last episode, I talked about keeping track of your time and your money. And I recommend that again. For the, Look at the last month and look at the money you spend according to your bank, your credit card statements. Look at the time you gave and what you did with it. Is this meeting your life purpose? If not, what kind of adjustments can you make? Till next time. This has been the Keys to Spiritual Fulfillment podcast with the Reverend Dr. Arvid Strabi. Let me respectfully remind you that life and death are of ultimate concern. Time passes swiftly by and opportunity is lost. Wake up. Wake up. Do not squander your precious life.